Hello, listeners. You've tuned in to another Save Point session. It's your host, Dan. And your co-host, Antonio. Okay. Oh, no bit oh. today. <laughs> it's, it's all no, business a... considering our topic. Well, considering what we're going to be doing for this entire episode, the entire episode is going to be a bit. And why is that, Antonio? Because uh, I don't know if you knew, but there is a an esteemed award show for gaming coming up soon. I don't know if you heard about it, hosted by a Mister Keeley. Are you talking about the oh so prestigious Game Awards? No, I'm talking about the Joystick Oscars. What do you think? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, surprise! This is our Thanksgiving gift to you. We are going to be going over all the nominees for all the categories in the Game Awards. Give us our thoughts, maybe our predictions, and as a gimmick for this very episode, we're going to be share. We're going to be voting as we record, as we go. Yep, we figured that to make up for the lack of seasoning on a lot of people's turkeys this Thanksgiving season, we're going to give y'all the gift of salt and lots of it. Mm -hmm. And as esteemed members of Gaming Press, I feel like it's our duty to uh, do this. <laughs> duty. <laughs> <laughs> we, we discussed that joke pre-recording, and I said no. Look, it's still funny. <laughs> I'm 12. <laughs> Okay. Oh, God. Well, we got 31 categories to go over. We got some of them we, we faster than others, but we got to get through them. So let's start off. We're saving game of the year for last for obvious reasons. We're, we're so, going from category 31 all the way to one. Mm -hmm. So let's get the quick ones out of the way, shall we? Yes. Let's start with the best esports event. You mean the there best Evo event? It's Evo. We don't even need to. Okay, I guess we should. Okay, yeah, you know what? We all not gonna. Yes, you between, know we're voting for Evo. But between Evo twenty twenty two, twenty twenty two League of Legends World Championship, PGL, uh, the twenty twenty two mid season in Invitational, and Valorant Champions, there's only two that I know of, and I don't play League. So, yeah, Evo. I'm voting. Yeah, Get that locked yeah, in. I'm voting for Evo too. And I'm gonna say this. Uh, the reason why I'm voting. For I, I, the reason why I'm voting for you is because it brought fighting games back from the post-pandemic audience. I do feel yeah. like this is like the triumphant return of the FTC right here. Considering everything that specifically Evo has been through since pandemic, mm -hmm. and there was that whole, like, we even did an episode of it. We thought Evo was pretty much dead, and we didn't know how a Sony-run Evo was going to handle. Boy fucking howdy, they handled it, and it was great. Yeah, all you had to do was remove all the Smash players. <laughs> yeah. Come uh, at me, Smash fans. You're... Wow. There you go. There's the first dose of salt. Let's go. <laughs> okay. Category 30, best esports coach. I have no idea who any of these people are. I don't know. I w I'll be honest. I have no idea who any of these esports coaches are. I don't have a, ra a horse in the race. I'm not going to vote on this one. Oh, okay. Okay, I, let's look. I, I we feel have to like reserve that option. I feel like it's rude to just look at them and be like, uh, "Yeah, he's the most esports vote." I'm, I'm good. Okay, best esports team. I don't fuck. I don't fucking know, dude. I don't follow. You're way too old. I don't, dude. I don't follow. I don't follow sports team. The only one that I know of is Phase Clan, and I'm just like, I'm not gonna vote for Phase Clan just because I know the name. I'm sorry. Is it because of, uh, of their non-gaming videos or it's just prank videos? I, I don't even know what Phase Clan does at this point. They were like Call of Duty at the beginning, right? And then like they're like everywhere, but not really. Not like, everywhere, yep. yep. Is there fucking Phase Splatoon? Shit. Skip vote. Okay. Uh, best esports athlete. Okay, okay. Funnily enough. So okay. Glad. Funnily okay. enough, I actually know a couple of people here. Um, okay. Kerrigan, Faker, and Chovy are the three. Yeah. I don't know who Simple is, and I don't really know who Ye is. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, which is weird because Chovy is part of Gen G, and then Faker's T1, and then Kerrigan's FaZe Clan. Uh, I, I honestly, I don't know. I really like Faker. Like, as much as Faker's I don't... Faker's the only name I know, so I'm just going to by default. I'm going to vote as, for it. As much as I don't play League, I know Faker has some really fucking good plays, and... Mm. Uh, by the way, um, Keely, I, I know you listen to this podcast. Um, 
Maybe some more FGC representation on these esports athletes, guys. You know, uh, Tokido had a pretty good year. Sonic uh, Fox, always, always Sonic, good. They are always great. Yeah. <laughs> uh, maybe finally show the respect to Daigo. Yeah. Who? I'm just saying. <laughs> Ooh, don't, I'm, don't, don't. I'm kidding. <laughs> Bruh. All right. Uh, 27. Best esports game. Well, I guess I recognize these names. I, God, I really hate that I'm voting for this, but I, you know what, out of all of these, if I was going to be like, I want to watch a professionally casted uh, game of this, I'm going to vote for League. Rocket League, yes. Like, what? I'm, okay, okay, fair, but no, I'm voting for, I'm voting for League of Legends. I'm sorry, but it's, oh. And you get, when you get those good, when you get those like good 5v5s, bruh. It's so good. Yeah. Okay, I will say this: like, there is probably no bigger esport right now in the world than League. So I gotta give it to that also. So. No, no better esports game and no worse community. Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> Ooh, here's more salts. Uh, Come at us, League. Me, me and, no, play, no, me no, you actually legit scare me. Me and a, me and a couple of friends uh, were actually talking about this a while back, and, and we're like, "Yeah, no, we like playing League when we're with friends, and I like talking about League with friends." But man, randoms solo queue, no, people who do mm. that are made of very stern skin and mass mad props. Okay, so now that we're finally moving away from esports, and All like right. stop, we we can stop showing our age. We got um, the appetizers out of the way. Now it's time for the main dishes. Yeah. So let, let's let's really whet our appetite. Why with this like free marketing award, aka the most anticipated game award? Yeah. Uh, I just want I will say the category the nominees. Go on Final Fantasy sixteen. Fuck JK the Rowling sucks. <laughs> JK Rowling sucks. I'm just gonna say that only. Uh, Resident Evil four, Starfield, and Legend of Zelda: Tears of the Kingdom. Tears of the Tears of the Kingdom. I think they actually, actually confirmed it's tears, not tears. Is it actually tears? Oh no! <laughs> this is... I could be I could be right in the wrong way though. So, oh, honest. I mean, to be fair, English is a really stupid language. So yeah, it is. So what do you uh, think? What? Hmm. I'm torn between. Two... Okay, so I'm torn between two games, but I what I'm I also think is going to win is actually a completely different game. Really. So I'm torn between FF16 and Resident Evil 4 for obvious reasons. Okay. But I actually do think Legend of Zelda is going to win because it's fucking Zelda. I'm I'm torn between 16 and Zelda cuz mm -hmm. like from what I what, what we've seen in the gameplay, it's going to be it looks like it's Breath of the Wild expansion with like the whole uh you know sky exploration of like skyward sword and stuff mm -hmm. like it's going to be even bigger and it looks really heckin cool mm -hmm. but also ff16 and like that looks really fucking good and it really uh, does personally i think i'm going to be giving it to ff16 just cuz if there if there was a game that i if i if i was told you can only get one of these day one and like day one to stream Ooh. i would i would go for give me 16 i okay. I, I, I i'm gonna give it to re4 because i have a feeling that that's the, the sheer legacy of that game because that was one of the biggest hits of all time i think people are really excited for that one and i think people really want to revisit re4 so i isn't I, re4, like, isn't re4 like one of the if not the biggest re that's sold Yes, yes. Not at least until like probably most recent games and mm. remakes. Mm. But it was it was definitely the it was the Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time for Resident Evil. Yes, definitely. And uh, Starfield, like I, I don't really trust Bethesda right now. So when have, when have we ever? Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, and then just okay. fuck J.K. Rowling. But anyway. Yeah, fuck J.K. Rowling. I'm not even going to give him the satisfaction of saying the name of the game. You're right. All, All right. right. Category 25. This is a weird one. I did not expect this to come up here. Yeah. Best, best adaptation. adaptation. So we got League of, uh, Arcane League of Legends, Cyberpunk Edgerunners, The Cuphead Show, 
And then two movies, Sonic the Hedgehog 2 and Uncharted. As much as I want to give my vote to Sonic the Hedgehog 2, because I love that. I love that movie so fucking much. Mm-hmm. It's so good. We have a we have honestly, we have I think we have five really good runners. Really good Yeah, numbers. no. Because I, I think seen I think a majority can, of these and they're all solid. Which is funny given given two of the game's source material. Uh, looking at you, Arcane and Cyberpunk. Although Cyberpunk's gotten a lot better with recent patches. Yeah. Uh, looking mm-hmm. at you, League of Legends. <laughs> um, no. From what I've heard and just from what I've seen, and the fact that I've still promised a friend that I will eventually watch the entirety of the show with him because he couldn't shut the hell up about it, I'm probably gonna be giving it to Arcane. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna be giving it to Cyberpunk Edge Runners because one trigger. I mean, yeah, valid. And two, like, this game, I think, saved Cyberpunk in terms of, like, the pop culture. I think it got so many people to go back to that game and say, like, oh, wow, uh, CD Projekt really did fix a lot of shit. So Mm -hmm. I think that deserves the win right there. Fair. Very fair. Whereas with Arcane, it's going to be like, oh, man, I can't wait to play Jinx in League of Legends. And then, you know... Ten, 10 matches in and three slurs in, you're you're like, why did I do this? <laughs> I can't wait to use that really shitty TikTok filter to make myself look like a pretty white man. <laughs> Jesus. Um. Okay, so category 24, best debut indie game. So, oh my god, this is where it starts w- to get tough. Yeah. yeah, these are all debut games for these studios. So this is, this is actually a pretty tough category because there's some heavy hitters here. So we got Neon White, Norco, mm-hmm. Stray, Tunic, and Vampire Survivors. I've literally only haven't heard of one of them, and that's Norco. Same. The other three, I have heard really, really good things about, and I've played a bit of. I played one of them into completion, and another uh, one a little bit of, and that's Vampire Survivors. Survivors. Ooh, God, this was a tough one. I've heard great things about Tunic. It's it's a good like you know top down like Legend of Zelda esque sort of adventure. Mm-hmm. Neon White I've heard described as like a speed running like a speedrunner's game, which mm-hmm. honestly kind of makes sense. And it's got Steve Bloom. Yeah, personally, I at the end of the day though, I, this is definitely a player's bias, but I have to give it to Stray. Uh, as a cat owner, that game made me feel emotions, and it hurt. <laughs> uh, I gotta give it to Stray too. Also, personally, I from what there's, a little bit I played. And... <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, no, but uh, I I just I did like what I played, and I think um, as for a debut game for a studio, they knocked it out of the park. Mm-hmm. It it was. I mean, to be fair, it was a game where. Everybody was talking about it up until its release, like just super excited. Everybody was talking about it as it released. And then Mm -hmm. with just the sheer amount of fan love to the point where people were doing their utmost to like mod their own cats into the game. Like it's, it's really crazy how much like it, it didn't need to be this blockbuster long lasting thing, but it was impactful. And it's a game that I'm so happy I played. Yep. Okay, so uh, category 23, content creator year. I only know one of these people, and they're no longer on the platform I follow them on. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to you, Nibelia, and you would have got, you have my vote. I don't know if you're even going to bother to show up if you win. What do you, what do you mean? We got Carl Jacobs, we got Ludwig, we got Nobru, we got Cutie Cinderella, and we got Mob Psycho. So, uh, there's, uh, yeah. <laughs> I just, if you haven't taken a look at the the content creator of the year for the Game Awards, please either go find a screenshot or just go to the website and and look at it. Just look, it's right at, in the middle. Just look at the lineup. It's a, it's like one of those like you have to see it to believe it, but it's like mobs just happy to be there. Yeah, you got all these like really pretty, really good looking content creators with really professional shots, and you have a guy who used a fucking anime avatar his entire uh, career. I and he's no even and he doesn't have a career anymore. I I I have to give it to Nibelium too. Honestly. Yeah, no, because, also because they get they 
broke a lot of great news, and I thought they were a really good game news breaker. Yeah. I hope you show up to accept your award if you do win. Damn in some right. way or form. I hope he, I hope he just shows up as like a mob psycho like VTuber. No, no, he just has a fucking cardboard cutout of mob. <laughs> of <psycho>. mob? <laughs> like straight up dream style, yeah. Oh my god, yes. Alright. Uh twenty-two. Best multiplayer game. Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2, Multiverses, Overwatch 2, Splatoon 3, and TMNT Shredder's Revenge. I'm gonna give it to Overwatch 2 because Mmm. <sighs> nah, it's Splat 3, baby. Splat 3. All day. I love Splat 3. I'm gonna play playing more of it tonight. <laughs> I gotta, I, I gotta be that dude, bro. I'm gonna give him the Modern Warfare too. I mean, too. Okay, to be fair, th this one was one of the more really anticipated Call of Duties that just that yeah. recently came out. Yeah. Yeah. No, because I haven't played, I haven't touched Call of Duty until the last Modern Warfare game. Look, because I just wanna... don't like the way that I, I, I them play. Look, to all you Overwatch fans, I love you, and your characters are great. But if you want to play a good like team shooter, just play Splatoon three. All right. Yeah. Just, it won't fucking fuck you over with its uh battle pass. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good it's battle. Had, it's got good, none. Good. Well, it's it's got a catalog, which is kind of like, but you don't got to pay for it. There's no microtransactions. All right. And you can buy. And you get some good single player content too. Remember when games had single oh, player right. content? Remember when Fortnite oh. had single player? <laughs> and Splatoon 3 doesn't make you buy a skin for a character you can't technically play right now. Yeah. It's all good. Platoon 3, baby. Locking that vote in. All right. Uh, get, you, get your Call of Duty. You know what? I'm, I'm, I'm going to go. I'm gonna probably going to call right here. Uh, best sports racing. I think we can skip this, right? We got no skin in this game. Yeah. No, not really. I don't play F1. I don't do FIFA. I don't do NBA. I don't do Gran Turismo. And there's oh, no Horizon. I mean, ever up. Uh, yeah. Damn it, Horizon. Forza, I mean. Sorry. Yeah, well, if, they, if there was Forza Horizon 5, absolutely. But uh, I don't think Horizon 5 didn't came out this year, so it doesn't count. Yeah, there, there's no Forza. There's no Forza Horizon Zero Dawn, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds so stupid. Um, Best Sim strategy game. I'm just gonna say it out here. I'm just gonna give it to Mario Rabbids. Spark Honestly, Rabbids. yeah, I'm gonna give it to to Wahoo XCOM. <laughs> but shout outs to Dune Spice War Wars, uh, Total War, Warhammer, Two Point Campus, and Victoria Three. Mm. All pretty good. Unfortunately, I haven't really heard. Uh, uh, I've only heard of Two Point Campus, really. <laughs> I've only heard of Dune Spice Wars. From now, it's like during E3. I don't know, but Mario Mario Rabbids though, Mario XCOM. Yeah, no. I've been playing that off my like downtime, and yeah, that's a solid ass game. I love, I love how the first one started as like a "what the hell" kind of crossover are they doing to like wait, this is like actually really fundamentally good. Mm -hmm. All right, category nineteen: best family or bear by barely only one nominee here. Best Nintendo game. We got Kirby. Oh the my Forgotten god, Land. you're right. <laughs> yes, Kirby the Forgotten Land, Lego Star Wars, Mario Rabbit, Sparks of Hope, Nintendo Switch Sports. That's with two and three. All these are almost like first party Nintendo games, except for Lego Star Wars. One guess as to what I'm going for. It's the game I put in Lego Star game. Wars. Yes, Lego <laughs> Splatoon Wars. You got it. <laughs> uh I want to give some love to Kirby because that was actually a good game. It just got overshadowed by lots lots of other stuff. That's that's honestly the only reason why I'm going for Splatoon 3 is because I haven't played Forgotten Land yet. I know if it's I played good. Forgotten Land, I I probably would be giving it to Forgotten Land, but mm -hmm. it's it's honestly a really tight race between those two. Lego Star Wars also I've heard like pretty good things about, and of course, like we just said, Mario XCOM is Mario XCOM. Switch Sports, it, it's not it wasn't Re Resort Sports. I'll admit I was no, kind it was very surprisingly not. Yeah, it's amazing how like such anticipation and we gave up and the reception was just so mid. <laughs> Yeah, honestly, no, it wasn't even mid. Like, I, I use mid for like average. It wasn't even, mid. it was below. It was just not, mm. it was disappointing. Mm -hmm. Okay, so here's one of our, here's a category we should be hyped about. Ah, yes, the best fighting game. Truly, <laughs> truly, we have the titans of combat, one on one combat with for, us. Let me we read have this the stars. Here. We have, we for the have, best game. Designed primarily around head-to-head -head 
combat. And we got playing. five absolute titans for you. We got DNF Duel, Dungeon Fighter Online pretty much Duel. We got JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, All-Star Battle R. We got The King of Fighters 15. We've got Multiverses. We've got... Sifu. One of these <laughs> things is not like the other. Look, don't get me wrong. I love Sifu. I love Sifu's it was great. combat. It was an amazing story, amazing combat flow. But one of these things is not like the other. When I saw this announcement, I for a second thought, like, was there an update to Sifu where they added multiplayer? Actually, like, real no. cool. I would have loved that. That actually would have been cool, like a 3D arena fighter. At least it would have justified it being in this category. Look. Sifu, I love you, and trust me, I don't worry. You have, you have your own accolades coming. I'm just yeah. spoiler, not spoiler. Uh, but why the fuck are you here? No, <laughs> sorry. Are, no. are you only here because Keely has to have six and uh, five entries? Five, per five entries. We can't have Strive because Strive didn't come out this year. Um, to be to be fair, we didn't have a lot of fighting games come out this year. No, it, it didn't. But it, 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 there was nothing wrong with only having four categories. I feel like I have to give it for King of Fighters by default for being one, a solid game, two, solid online, and three, like being a well known name. The, uh, honestly, I, I, I'm actually kind of torn. I, I want, like, DNF Duel's fine enough, but yeah, when, when fine. lined up against the other people, it's like, what post launch contents? Yeah, Ar Arxis, you have much better games on the roster, but unfortunately they didn't come out this year. Uh, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, I really love watching. It's a wonderful fucking time, and it's an absolute love letter to JoJo. Uh, I, I want to point something out there. You just said you mm -hmm. love watching that game. Yeah, I love. Well, I love watching JoJo. <laughs> I, I watched okay, a little but... bit of JoJo. I watched a little bit of yeah, uh, yes, people yes. stream it. It's it's enjoyable. Will I play but it's not, it? You really want to see it as a game you'd actually want to play. Yeah, I mean, I kind of want to, but it's also like I have too much. It's not a game that I'm going to go out of my way to play. Exactly. To be fair, I'm, it's, I'm not going to go out of my way to play any of these games. I play Strive <laughs> and, and soon to be Street Fighter Six. My fighting game quota is met. Yeah. Oh, man. Well, but like, what King competition of is Street Fighter Six going to have next year? Oh, my God. <laughs> next year's going to be the Street. Good luck, everybody else. <laughs> Unless Arata decides to be a dick and release Tekken 8 in 2023. Just just, <laughs> just out of spite. Oh my god. Uh, and but, multiverses, yeah. multiverses is actually pretty pretty decent yeah. as like yeah. a like a not smash, smash but yeah, pretty much. Yeah. I, I'm gonna be giving it to King of Fighters 15 though, because yeah. yeah. like bruh. I I used to not care about King of Fighters, and then as I got more into fighting games and just the different types of like fighting game mechanics and like just styles. The three the three v three style of King of Fighters has always kind of gripped me. Mm -hmm. There's no way I can play it though. This is definitely yeah. a game where uh, again, Ooh, too many pretzels. Yeah, <laughs> I've I hey. tried I tried learning. I can barely learn one character, let alone three. God, I tried playing Terry, learning Terry. It's fucking hard. Mm -hmm. All right, category seventeen. Best role-playing game. This one, this one hurts. This one's gonna be tough. We got Elden Ring, uh, Live Alive. Did I get that one right? <laughs> I think Live. so. That's that's what I've yeah, heard okay. everybody else yeah. call it as. So okay. I've just been saying that. Okay. Uh, Pokemon Legends Arceus, Triangle Strategy, and Xenoblade Chronicles Three. Finally getting a nod, like for the Xenoblade series. There's a lot of real good shit, and this is this is what this is where it begins. Yes. The 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 conquering of the two mainstream titles that are going to fucking sweep this fucking award show. It's going to piss me off. I'm just saying. I'm calling it now. I'm pretty Ooh. sure Elden Ring's going to win. I'm not going to be voting for Elden Ring, at least not in this category, because I do think that there are better role-playing games out. I is 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 Elden Ring really a role-playing game? I'm just going to ask that straight the fuck up. Is Sifu a fighting game? Yeah. Is Elden Ring a role-playing game? No, I don't think it is. What's your What's your role? You're a tarnished. What do you play? A fucking game. 
Whereas with like with Live Alive, you're thrust into the role of multiple protagonists with actual ambitions and like full on story. Oh, but Elden Ring is a story. You because you gotta become the Elder Lord. No, all right. I'm not. I'm not gonna sit there. And all you, all you, all you FromSoft fucking. <laughs> elitist get good fuckers all right oh just look at the item lore look at the look at the i didn't play want to play a video game to look through a goddamn atlas i wanted to fucking die a lot to millennia and get stepped on that was my goal and it was achieved that was my role and i played it to perfection anyway <laughs> i feel like i need to add epic music underneath that rant <laughs> I'm gonna put the like the elder rings out um okay uh, well um i'm gonna give it to live alive because i think it's a good game and i'm glad that i played it it's so yeah. good i'm so glad they remastered it anyway what are you gonna vote for is it um, Elden ring no because I, <laughs> I i again i maybe it's because i'm a traditionalist i always thought of a role-playing game as like an actual like party-based turn-based game personally so I'm going to give it to, I'm torn between two. I'm going to give it to Xenoblade Chronicles 3. And that's, full that's, disclosure, that's, that's, what I was, that's what I was thinking you were going to. I'm like, still that's... making my way through that game. So I mean, I'm, I'm liking what I'm playing so far. I mean, I'm, I'm not even through with Live Alive. I think I might be done soon. But like from what I've played, bruh. Mm-hmm. And from what I've heard from Xenoblade Chronicles 3 is uh, if you're a fan of Xenoblade, oh my God, you're welcome. <laughs> Hmm. Okay, now for the again with certain categories, I just feel like what's the difference between the two? And here's the first one of them: best action adventure game. Yeah. See this one. This this is where I would expect Elden Ring, and we yes. didn't get Elden Ring here. Yeah. So we got Plague Tale Requiem, God of War Ragnarok, Horizon Forbidden West, Stray, and Tunic. Again, this is one of those... I'm not as salty for this one because I know this one's not going to win. I'm personally going to vote for Stray because yeah, it, sure. it had some good adventure and it had some good action, but it will not. Absolutely will. This cat will get squished underfoot. Sorry for the graphic imagery, but it will <laughs> get squished underfoot by God of War. Yeah, I, I've already, like... I already placed my vote for God of War Ragnarok. I'm not even in the theater for the idea. One. Yeah, no, actually, as soon as I clicked into this category, I manually placed my vote. It's, it's, um, I mean, there's, there are other, like, like, Tunic's, again, a really good, a really good Zelda adventure, a hearkening to, like, the old school ones. Horizon Forbidden West, really fucking good game. It just happened to release, you know, the same year as God of War. And I, I'll be honest, I totally forgot that there was a sequel to Plague Tale, so, yeah. Well, well, we saved that thought for the final category. Okay. Uh, best action game. <laughs> this this is where Sifu belongs. All right, do you see that? You see fucking Sifu right there. Bayonetta three, Call of Duty Modern Warfare, Neon White, Sifu, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. This is where Sifu is. This that that's an action game. That's it's an action fighting, but it's not one on one. Anyway, anyway, you were saying, Dan. Um, I think I'm gonna give it to Bayonetta, from what I've seen. Honestly, yeah, I know there's been a whole lot of like controversy, and I still refuse to really take sides on the matter. Um, because launch it's a very messy situation to begin with. Yeah, oh, yeah, wow. I'm not touching it. But mm. in terms of what the developers and the designers have done, and the final product of what the team has created, Bayonetta three is really heckin' good. That being and said, I, just... I I gotta give it to my boy Sifu. <laughs> Not, not, not be spanking ass. ass put it, put it on the record. This isn't because I feel bad about absolutely roasting it in the fighting game section. I was always going to give it to Sifu. It's just that you got to You look. You got. You got to earn it a little bit. All right. It's gotta, gotta tell you. Yeah. Or, or he's gonna add a fucking multiplayer mode to at least get under, be understandable to be in there. Honestly, yeah. Okay, if they would have been like, yo, multiplayer up cu- coming up soon, I'd be like, you know what? Fine, I'll vote for it. Yeah. I mean, considering what's a competition, sure. Yeah. All right. Uh, 14, best VR AR game. Uh, I don't play <laughs> VR or AR games, so I'm just going to skip this one. Oh, my gosh. 
You know what? Fuck it. For the meme, I'll vote uh, for Among uh, Us. <laughs> this one I will do meme. Yeah. Yeah, this. sure. All right. Uh, innovation, accessibility. Uh, okay, well. There, I don't each really one of these have... games has really good accessible options, but the one that I have heard the most about is the stuff in Last of Us Part 1, where I believe they've had things like eye trackers and whatnot for, like, aiming. Like, they've mm, made whoa. a lot of okay. really good strides in accessibility. I, every, every one of these games has. And, you know, I, as somebody who is able uh, pretty much everything yeah. except for, like, eyesight, where I yeah. have really thick glasses, uh, I can't really say much on, you know. Yeah. I, uh, I don't feel comfortable commenting that when I don't feel like I'm, the accessibility is not needed for me. Yeah. But I'm glad that it's uh, honestly though I'm yeah. so fucking happy that it's there. there's, there's two things in like the the year of 2022 that make me happy: more accessibility options and more inclusivity options. And mm-hmm. I'm actually a little bit sad that there's no inclusivity award uh, in the game awards because I have a couple of you know brain thoughts mm. on games that we could we could recommend for that. But I'm going to be giving yeah. it the Last of Us Part One remake myself i'm giving it to god of war right now because i got to see what their accessibility options were and just only based on the first experience they did a really damn good job of uh making sure people can play this game all right category 12 best community supports 14 Four, there's no 14. other there's yeah. no other there's yeah. no other game there's no other game no other game i don't care what what, yeah. what, are, the, what are the nominees don't care 14 <laughs> anyway next category mobile game okay uh <laughs> ooh, fucking a shit uh I accidentally got out of the menu. Hold on. <laughs> I sp- I sped around that last category so much. Yeah, you went too fast for me. Uh, I don't know. Fucking Genshin. I don't fucking care. On honestly, yeah. Uh, I've heard Apex plays pretty heckin' good on mobile. Actually, yeah. Uh, yeah. Diablo Immortal. Fuck no. Uh, Marvel Snap. Heard it's a pretty. Good I've actually heard game. good things. Nothing. Yeah, I've heard nothing but good things about it. Tower of Fantasy. Kind of similar. To Genshin, but uh, let's be honest. That's when you have to say kind of similar. That's not a good sign. Yeah, like like yeah. When you have to say it, look okay. Mm-hmm. So don't let it let it be known that I I've given the Genshin fans uh, their one bone, their one little like you know give a dog a bone for like the year. Uh, so you're welcome. Hot damn. When we're talking about crazy fucking communities, <laughs> just saying. Mm-hmm. Genshin fan base Best indie game. Uh, Cold and Lamb, Neon White, Sifu, Stray, and Tunic. I know. I think I can. I'm going to guess what you're going to vote for here. I actually. Okay, between I'll be honest. Two. I am. No, it's between three. Oh. It's between Cult of the Lamb, Sifu, and Stray. I got two of those right. <laughs> what, what, what were I your first two? It was going to be Cult of the Lamb or Stray. Honestly, those are those are the two leader leading ones. Honestly, because that's like they're all so good, though. Like they're all good for their own reasons. Mm. You know what? No, I I know what I'm gonna give it to. So, um, Sifu, I love you. Uh, I haven't played a lot of you. I've watched gameplay. I do think the the fighting is fantastic, and I still love uh, the story. It is a nice solid like you know boss run kind of like roguelike fighting thing real real heckin neat cult of the lamb you're fucking amazing oh my god once again showing me that maybe i like roguelikes now that i'm older like yeah maybe maybe now i'm starting to understand like the semi-punishing nature of like a roguelite specifically but i have to say when your game launched, it was full of a lot of bugs, a lot of oh. errors, and multiple times I had to restart the game, the restart like the game on my stream, because I soft locked and I had to reload a save before that soft lock. And it is for that reason that I'm giving it to Stray, who didn't have any issues, save for one. It had less soft locks. It had one soft lock to like the five that I had. <laughs> <laughs> during my my long playthrough, so okay, yeah, stray for me. Uh, uh, I I feel like I gotta give it the cult of the lamb just for the sheer amount of impact because like on my own like social circles, like the amount of like people talking about this game was nonstop. Where 
after Stray came out, like, yeah, I heard a lot of people talk about it, but like people to this day still talk about Call of the Lamb months I, after release. That's, I will say that's this. Only I will, the reason why that. I will absolutely say this about Call of the Lamb. And may, maybe it's because like the bug specifically just really annoyed me on stream because they happened on stream, whereas with like Stray was like, I just played the game and, you know, just had fun with it. Um, I will say this. Cult of the Lamb is probably one of the most perfect streaming games that has come out in recent time. Yeah. What they did with Twitch integration and, like, the, you can name, followers can, you know, have a raffle to make their own follower and everything. All of that, the the help and hinder system and everything, that was amazing fucking marketing and was absolutely fucking perfect in terms of, like, a partnership between a... Uh, content creation site and a specific indie game and we need more games like that so please please call, first off Cult of the Lamb I'm already ready for more DLC um, and I will be streaming that game again absolutely should more DLC come out but I am I yeah don't just because I'm voting for Stray don't get it twisted I need more Cult of the Lamb in my life mm-hmm. category 9 we're getting there guys best ongoing game Final Fantasy Final Fantasy, Final Fantasy, same, same thing. Maybe no other, yeah, yeah. no other nominees count. Yeah. Uh, games for Impact. Oh boy. Why isn't Genshin Impact on here? <laughs> okay, so I have not heard of any of these games. Yeah, I know that um, makes me seem like a not hipster. I'm not a hipster. I'm glad that there are a lot of games that are out there now that are specifically meant to leave a very specific impact or a pro-social like meaning or message case in point uh the game that i still think about when i think about a game like this adios Mm -hmm. like that was an amazing fucking game and i'm so glad Mm -hmm. you streamed it i'm so glad i watched it like that we need more games like that shout out to you doc yeah yeah um so the reason why i okay I've been thinking about this category a lot, and sometimes this is probably the cynic in me talking here. It feels like they parade these games out to go like, "Hey, guys, look, we're woke. We can we show we you know we can we can showcase a bunch of games that you never heard of because they have gay themes or immigration messages." And again, I I I know these these studios worked worked so hard on it and. Kudos on them for making a game, for getting the passion to put this game out there. But why have a separate category for this is what irks me about it. If if you really feel like these games had such an impact and such a message, why not put them towards something towards like best narrative? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So, yeah, that's where I'm going to leave it at that. And I'm just going to not vote. Fair enough. Okay. Oh, this was gonna. Oh, fa- back to a fun one, guys. Thank God. <laughs> uh, best performance. We got Ashley Birch as um as Aloy for Horizon Forbidden West. Mm-hmm. We got Charlotte McBurney for A Plague Tale Requiem. We have two uh standouts for God of War Ragnarok. We got Christopher Judge and Sunny Childerlick for uh, Kratos and Atreus. Mm-hmm. And we got Man Engaged for Immortality, that Netflix game. Yeah. I have to give it to the person who was in our recent best voice acting clips. That yep. would be Christopher Judge. An amazing, amazing I love that phrase. voice. Yeah. Every so again, just one of those voices. People are always like, oh, give me more. I want Morgan Freeman to narrate my life. I want, you know, so and so. No. Give me give me somebody like Kratos, all right? I want Kratos to read the phone book at me to lull me to sleep, all right? I want Kratos to read me Goodnight Moon. Mm-hmm. I want I want Kratos to just give me like vaguely affirming like positively affirming messages while like, you know, tell like you're stronger than this. What are you I what want you... <laughs> I want Kratos to just grunt an acknowledgement at me. <sighs> <laughs> yes, that, that was really good. It's all the voice acting classes. <laughs> yeah, that was, it's showing now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I gave it to Christopher Judge. Yeah, same. Good work. Uh, best, best audio design. Um, uh, this one's interesting because, as somebody who's starting to like 
work on the VO journey, I've started to pay a little bit more attention in terms of like audio design, how mm -hmm. like a monologue overlays with its music or with its sound effects that are going on, which is all what I, I personally subscribe to as, you know, sound design rather than just mm -hmm. sound effects or, you know, mm -hmm. uh, atmospheric, um, dynamic audio or whatever you'd call it. Uh, given the fact that I've only played one of these games, I don't know if I'm really qualified to talk about it, but I will say Elden Ring had some good stuff, but I don't know if it's best audio design quality. So I'm personally going to abstain from this particular vote. Uh, I gave it the Call of Duty Modern Warfare because as a single player, the fact that I can still distinguish where fire is coming from, always a plus, so I gave it to that. <clears throat> F number five, best score in music. Uh, we got a Plague Tale Requiem, Elden Ring, God of War Ragnarok, Metal Hellsinger, that is an outlying right there, and yeah. Xenoblade Chronicles 3. I personally, I think, so, so again, this is that whole part of the thing of, in case you haven't noticed, God of War and Elden Ring are going to be in a lot of these. I think they're in like every category. At least one of them is in every category coming up now. So this is where like things are, the big dogs are going to come out to play and everything. Just, really though, I, I'm sure God of War has some great compositions and I know it does. And I know, and I know Elden Ring has some great compositions, but I'll admit there's only one song that I can recall from Elden Ring, and that's the fucking title theme. Yep. When you launch the game, yeah. When you when you launch the game, everything else is like non-existent or like just atmospheric battle music, I guess, but nothing really like stands out. Whereas with a game like Xenoblade Chronicles 3, a yep. JRPG who's you know, since it's a more which, JRPG who lives and dies by its OST. Like if if I, Live Alive I, was on here, if Live Alive was on here, I'd be voting for Live Alive because Live Alive's OST slaps. Uh -huh, so because uh with Zin Yasuri Xenoblade Chronicles, uh Yasunori uh Mitsuda, a JRPG OST god who worked on stuff like oh Chrono Trigger, Chrono Cross, like um the Xeno games. Yeah. Like, uh, literally a legend. Like, the only other person that I feel I could actually give them a run for its money is if Soken was on here. If Soken was on here, oh, yeah. no fucking contest. Oh, oh, easily. Easily. But that's not the case. <laughs> no. I'm, I'm, giving so... it to, I'm giving it to Xeno 3. Yeah, see, me personally. And this is only because of, like, what I've listened to with the previous Xenoblade games also. I, well, you played, you played God of War, too, right? Yes. Oh, yeah, but I, only can, only, I can only tell you one, the main theme with that game. I can't really tell you about any other song, personally. Mm-hmm. There you go. Okay, uh, best art direction for extending creative and or technical achievement in artistic design and animation. Elden this Ring. Is where, this is God where I'm going for the underdog. For Horizon Forbidden West, Scorn, and Stray. I'm, I'm voting for Stray. Fuck I'm also voting for Stray, and I know neither. I know it's not going to get it. If it gets it, I'm going to actually fucking scream. Because... Again, not not saying that Elden Ring and God of War don't deserve it. They are both absolutely fucking stunning visual games. Like the 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 look of out onto the lands mm -hmm. when you come out yes. of the the tomb in in Elden Ring, like actually took my breath away. And then I jumped off the ledge for funsies. Uh, <laughs> and and from what I've seen in God of War, just also just absolutely yes. stunning, beautiful environments and everything. But with Stray, but, while it didn't have the wide open, breathtaking environments in terms of like openness, it felt it, like it felt real almost. It here's, felt very, here's also very my, yeah. It felt very like environmental, it, like like immersive. Mm. That's the word. Here's why logic also is it had a style. Mm -hmm. It had a very distinct style compared to the other four games here, and that. The other three games here all scream AAA game. Mm -hmm. And at some point, you, as hard as it is to say this, it does kind of blend together where you kind of expect that stuff and it kind of does merge together in your head. But Stray, mountains, you're mountains never... Mountains off in the distance, fog, yes. you know, yes. storm clouds. You're not going to mistake Stray for any other game on this list. Mm -hmm. That's my logic there. True. It it stands out as I feel mm -hmm. art should. Okay. 
Uh, best narrative. Hmm. Yeah, I wonder why some of these games are impacted and come on here. Denver's so great. Mm-hmm. Um, Playtale Requiem, Elden Ring, God of War Ragnarok, Horizon Forbidden West, and Immortality. This is where I, I lean back on my original argument of if your narrative is in all of the item descriptions and other side lore, it's not a fucking narrative. Elden Ring's out. <laughs> uh, I... <sighs> I'm having a hard time picking here because I haven't, besides Elden Ring, which I don't really want to vote for, I haven't beaten any of these games just yet. Yeah, but you've played God of War Ragnarok. Yes, and it is a fantastic and, narrative. And if you're if you're enjoying the journey so far, I'd say it's pretty good. I'm personally stuck between Plague Tale Requiem and God of War off of the experiences that I've seen on streams. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think I'm going to be giving it to God of War for this one. I'm giving it to God of War too because now that I think about it, like... The growth I've seen, like in terms of narrative wise, even just like from 2018 to now, like you actually see a lot of development that didn't get shown off. And the fact that like Kratos like is no longer like hesitant to like pat Atreus on the shoulder out of nowhere, like or Kratos will like be like, Look, I just want to spend time with you, boy. That's it. Like this is and, like the... we're Go on. Go ahead. No, no, no. Like, this is the quote-unquote, and I don't mean this as an insult, this is the softest Kratos that I feel that we've seen ever in the God of War series. And I love it because he's still a badass that will fucking end you, but he has something to protect and something to fight for, and I fucking love that. Yes. All right. Last two categories. Best Game Direction. Okay, so this is their description here. Award for outstanding creative vision, innovation, and game direction and design. So we got Elden Ring, God of War Ragnarok, Horizon Forbidden West, Immortality, and Stray. This is where I believe Elden Ring deserves to be. Yes. I personally am going to be voting for Elden Ring. As much as I would love for like the underdog or the undercat, Stray, to come in out of nowhere... <laughs> I will give absolute credit where credit is due. This is Elden Ring is the first FromSoft game that got me into FromSoft games. If it wasn't its open world with like very little handholding and just mm-hmm. here's the world, go die a lot. Like, which which is weird, right? You you could you could think that for an award called Best Game Direction giving it to a game that doesn't necessarily give you a lot of direction seems kind of counterintuitive, but given the fact of like other open, like the modern tropes of open world games. Now, you know, the heads up displays, the The Ubisoft method. Yes. Yeah. The the Ubisoft method. um, There was just something for me that really captured that, you know, and I hate I hate to use this term, but it's the first thing. That, it, it's the same wonder that I had when I played Breath of the Wild for mm. the first time of just like, mm-hmm. wow, I really can go like anywhere or like I can try yeah. like like nothing. Nothing will. I'll, I'll never forget because I know I talked to you about this when we were talking about our Elden Ring journeys, how I found the bridge skip to go around the the first castle and go Stormdale, straight. Into, yeah. yeah, go go straight into Ray, uh, into Ray Lucaria. And I'm just like, I, I found that on my own with no hints, no tips, no HUD, nothing like that. And like, I remember just that amazing feeling, especially talking to my friend afterwards, who was a big FromSoft fan uh, and them being like, wait, you can do that. Yeah. Um, I feel like I got to give it to Elden Ring too and just pure game design, because the fact is like, yeah, you mentioned there, you can go any direction and it's always going to be a valid means of progression. And that's something very hard to accomplish. And the fact is, like, they also, like, even for new players, like, they did in-game, like, they teach you by making you play the game. They don't, they're not giving you constant tutorials. There's no one, like, there's no interruptive, like, people talking to you. Like, no, they like, they let the players make their mistakes, and as they play along, they get better and better, and that is some top-tier game design. Yeah, like, the the amazing feeling of, because I know, like, you know, obviously speedrunners and whatnot have a different different sense of going about these games, so as it's, like, as my first playthrough, going, uh, finding out that the game was leading me to Stormvale, finding it, going through it, finding Morgoth, 
and dying to Margot multiple times, but getting close, and then eventually throwing my hands up and being like, you know what, fine, I might as well explore everything else and level up a bit while I'm here. And then realizing that every, like, like that the world that I had just sped run through was way bigger than I thought, and, like, I'm like, wait a minute. Did they intend this? Like, did they intend for me to, like, speed run to Stormvale, get frustrated, go back, and realize that there was an entire world that's still left to explore? I think so. Big, big <laughs> fucking brain, if so. Yeah. Uh, Miyazaki knocked it out of the park, personally. Mm-hmm. Okay, this takes us to our last category, the game of the year, the one that everyone's all worried about, or at least, like, talking about. Now, I want to toot my own horn here. Uh, when Keeley first kind of made the announcement, like, oh, we are announcing the Game Awards uh, for 20 nominees for next, like, tomorrow. What six games do you think are going to be on the Game of the Year nominees? I got five out of six correct. The only one you didn't get was, I think you said Call like, of the Lamb, right? Was yep. going to be on I, there? I said Call of the Lamb, but I could have switched that. I was tip, like, tip-topping tip back from that and play Tell Requiem. You know, you got a you got a lottery ticket that you can give me because I mean, if you're batting this good, <laughs> oh man! So let's just go for the sake of the uh, conversation here. We got a Playtale Requiem, Elden Ring, God of War Ragnarok, Horizon Forbidden West, Stray, and for the first time ever, Xenoblade Chronicles Three. As yeah. a monolith soft game finally gets a nomination. Yeah, which honestly, all of these games should be completely proud. I I do actually think. Every single one of these games deserves to be on this I category. I agree, yeah. Putting, no. putting all of the bullshit and all of, like, the ribbing and whatnot aside, they're all good fucking games. Yep. Like, A Plague like, Tale I, Requiem I'm has... I'm not mad about any of these games, yeah. Yeah. A Plague Tale Requiem has, like, an amazing fucking narrative. If, if, if the first Plague Tale was anything to go off of, the narrative and, like, just the the... Oh, and the technicality of also like that disappear like rat flowing rats like that is so fucking hard to do and if i were able to do it is also very a big to, to make it to make it that unsettling yes mm -hmm. elden ring of course is Ooh, we already we kind of just went off on just, that one already we had multiple episodes about elden ring and just yeah. elden ring and elden ring elden ring <laughs> god of war ragnarok one of the most anticipated games of the year um and it's still on talking people's minds, and people love it, and people want to know more about it. Horizon Forbidden West. It's it is good. Of, it is great. Victim of timing. I'm gonna, yeah. gonna give it that. It's mainly, it's it's a victim of timing with like you know Elden Ring and all that. <laughs> Stray. We've already we said a lot about Stray already. Mm -hmm. Xenoblade Chronicles Three, a epic. Uh, the like the final part of this epic space opera, and as a guy who who marathoned through one and two already, I can't wait to see where this overall arching story goes. And yet, and it's still like in each and like a combination of like everything they learned for the last two games. Fuck, this is a hard decision to make here. I will say, I'm this one. I'm going to personally be voting one hundred percent with my heart and my emotions okay. because I just want, I want to shoot my shot. I know that the votes only count for like what? 15% of like, whatever. If ever. Fuck. Yeah. Um, I'm going to be giving it to stray mm. in my heart and in my mind. I've already, I've literally just placed my vote for stray. Like right now in mm -hmm. my mind, I do want Elden ring to still win. If mm -hmm. either, if, if Elden ring wins, Personal validation in terms of like holy fucking shit, my first from soft game one. Let's go. If Stray somehow fucking pulls it out somehow and gets game of the year, I'm just gonna scream. I'm gonna laugh, <laughs> and I'll just be like, at, at that point, I'm just gonna be like, yeah, the cat from Stray just like knocked the trophy, you know, off the counter. It's a little shit. So, I remember in 2018. Um, everyone thought it was all going to be Red Dead Redemption 2. Mm -hmm. And then God of War came out of nowhere to win Game of the Year. <sighs> and now here God of War is in, like, in the same kind of boat where everyone assumes it's going to be this. Like, I think everyone is going to be assuming it's Elden Ring just because of reasons we talked about and for other reasons. 
I mean, we, we had mentioned I, before that uh, the only reason why Elden Ring might not get it is because it came out really early in the year and has plenty of time to be overshadowed by a bunch of other games. And and we all know gamers have very short attention spans. Mm-hmm. What? I'm sorry, what? <laughs> but, okay, I, I'm still haven't voted yet. I'm still, I've been hovering between a bunch of the categories. As an overall, when I'm looking at design and narrative and gameplay, I'm going to give it to God of War Ragnarok, personally. Mm-hmm. Is it going to be my number one game of the year? It really depends on how, <laughs> if I can finish it in time. But um, I just think it's a solid-ass game to play. Combat's great. Story is fantastic. Moment-to-moment, like, character moments are just so engaging, and it's it. The reason why, and I think that gives it the slight edge over Elden Ring in terms of like characters was Elden Ring. Yeah, you have the NPCs, but other sides from one or two, like you don't really get to have those character moments because it's all. It was never really. It's never the focus of Elden Ring. It's all in like never, the theater of the mind for Elden Ring. Yeah, and that is from Software's mo, and that's fine to have, but it's not what resonated with me the most. Mm-hmm. Understand. So that's. That's why my vote is going to God of War Ragnarok. At <laughs> least, at least Pokemon Scarlet and Violet wasn't on here. <laughs> oh my God! Have you have you been seeing the clips of the bugs in this game? <laughs> oh man! Oh, Fucking. We a. might need we might need an episode or a little like little mini episode on that. Holy we, shit! We I'm, might have to. I'm. I didn't plan to get it day one. I am now waiting. <laughs> yeah. I, got I need other to get games to play. I need to talk to people who have played it now. Mm-hmm. It's all right. It's still like the, the the consensus is that it is like gameplay good, mechanics oh god, uh, please or technical technical technicalities. Uh, yeah, it needs more time. It needs a lot more time in the fucking dev oven. <laughs> okay, so that is our episode on the game awards. Do you agree with our picks? Do you hate our picks? Are you still mad at me for the smash comment? Please tell me how on. much I'm a fucking scrub when it comes to Elden Ring, please. <laughs> I used a mage build and I don't care. Do you really feel we gave Sifu the most, <laughs> the hardest time over being the fighting game category? I voted for it at least in a couple. <laughs> I voted for it. <laughs> Let us know. Hit us up on your official network socials at NGP Productions on. Fuck, I might have to change the on Twitter soon. We'll see. <laughs> Shit, because that's only place has really been active. Shit. Well, um, get a maybe, done. <laughs> maybe you'll see us on Tumblr. I can't do it. <laughs> um, so find us on co-host. Fuck it, I don't know. Uh, on everything else, uh, you can also find. Where can people find us individually, Antonio? You can find me streaming on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Trifecta. You can also still find me on Twitter and YouTube and TikTok. Also as, as, of, uh, as of 11, 19, 22, we're still on Twitter. Yeah. Uh, take this take this day by day. Yeah. And you can find myself on Twitter, TikTok, uh, Twitch, at Denyan Senpai also. Um, thank you guys so much for listening to the episode. We're hitting the point of the year where it's going to episodes are going to be a little more sporadic. We're going to hit the, our... Um, our holiday break soon so we got maybe a few more episodes planned out maybe that pokemon thing but really we're going to probably end this uh end the season with our top five games of the year and then we're going to be taking that break so look oh, forward right. to that i forgot to ask because i just i gotta lose my gamer card in the last second when's the game awards again uh well we're on the website antonio we could easily find that out i'm, I'm, I'm pretty late. sure it's gonna be december 8th at the I'm, microsoft theater in los angeles you got it okay cool when is December? <laughs> Which is a Thursday. So if we were to do an episode based on the results, it wouldn't show up till like a week after. Yeah. Or just maybe like a we'll bonus, do a maybe we'll do a live reaction stream. Yeah, we'll we'll figure it out. Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll, we'll plan something out right now. Okay. Well, thank you guys so much for watching, and we'll see you on the next episode of Safe Point Sessions. Bye, everybody. Bye, bye. <laughs>